0: Welcome to the California WorkCop Report. Today is Wednesday, May 13th, 2020. On today's episode, I speak with Dr. John Alchemy on the role of telemedicine in the coronavirus pandemic. Now, a little note before we begin, during the episode, we mentioned that the Free Rate Fast COVID-19 Risk Assessment Calculator is in the works. But this episode was actually recorded a few days ago, and the calculator has since been released. Yes, the free rate fast CDC COVID-19 Risk Assessment Calculator is available for use and we are leaving a link in the description of all of the places you'll be finding this podcast, so please use it to ensure the safety of the staff and patients in your clinic. And without further ado, here's the show. Okay, so in the midst of the coronavirus pandemic, something that RateFast has been sort of promoting for a very long time is actually coming into effect and, and is being used by very many people right now, which is telemedicine. And as that applies to RateFast and, and the way that RateFast has been using it and promoting it to others to try to use it in the same for a very long time is to try to see patients that you know might live a far distance from the nearest primary treating physician or that could otherwise not make it to the office. A lot of people are traveling, you know, three hours or hours at a time to go see a doctor for a 20 minute telemedicine visit. Um, and and so telemedicine is changing a lot of workers comp in that respect. But now that the coronavirus pandemic is sort of spreading Around the world, telemedicine is is accelerating in its usage between you know doctors and patients, doctors and uh, people working in other clinics and such and uh, And John, I was wondering if you could just uh, tell the listeners in what ways specifically telemedicine is helping during the coronavirus pandemic.
1: Yeah, well, telemedicine has been around for a very long time, and um, it's also important to kind of define what telemedicine is because some people hear the word telemedicine and they think one thing or the other. And, and in its most generic form, telemedicine just simply means um, providing uh, medical services at a distance. So, for instance, um, you know, that could be a phone call, uh, talking to someone, seeing how they're doing, and uh, doing an update usually that's done in the the setting of maybe a um, a follow up to an office visit or a diagnostic test or a trying of a new medication or something like that. Um, however, you know more and more of us are now thinking of telemedicine as a video visit, um, which is a face to face visit, and um, you know it's usually done on a, a secure network. Um, Zoom is one of the very popular um, platforms. We actually use the the HIPAA secured version of Zoom uh, for our practice, and. It's it's easy to use. It's very convenient, as you mentioned. It really cuts down on the driving and hassle factor um, for most uh, patients. And in fact, some of the older patients too, who have somewhat of a challenge with technology, most of them have a family member, a friend, or something like that that can also help them get online. But you know, I I have an eighty-year-old um, who lives probably four hundred miles away, wow. and uh, he's been doing telemedicine with me for probably two years, and he and his wife are very adept at. You know getting on and you know using the tools and, and doing all kinds of things so so there is a bit of a spectrum, but as I, I think as telemedicine is evolving for the for the coronavirus situation, it is more of a uh, video um, concept uh, for for people um, and the doctors now, one of the things that's always been slow to bring video medicine to adoption in my opinion. Has been the payment disparity so for workers' compensation in California, um, the carriers will uh, discount a visit by forty percent, which is huge mm-hmm. you know that's a lot of of money that the provider loses that they have to support their staff the back office so these patients can get refills and push RFAs and do all kinds of things mm-hmm. and and it never ever made any sense to me why, you know, we're doing a visit, a face-to-face physical exam, medical decision-making, prescribing, follow-up, and yet you get penalized by 40%. Not to mention that the insurance company does not have to pay mileage for this individual to drive, you know, to and from your office and and all these other things. It just never made sense. So so telemedicine was sort of struggling and a little bit of a stepchild, even though it's exceedingly valuable. Um, and in a very efficient way to manage cases and get things done. Now, once the coronavirus came around and everyone had to go to telemedicine, lo and behold, the Division of Workers' <laughs> Comp decided, oh, maybe now we will pay the same as an office visit. And obviously there was a lot of political pressure and pushback. So they got some help with that, in my opinion. Um, and, and now that, that it's being paid in parity or the same, Uh, as an office visit, you're seeing many, many visits um, starting to flock to telemedicine. And I will tell you that once um, this uh, shelter in place and the fear of going to medical offices and the coronavirus is under better control, I believe there will be a large amount of people who will want to stay with telemedicine because it just makes so much sense.
0: It does make a lot of sense. Just, just like a lot of other things here in the coronavirus pandemic, a lot of veils were just pulled back. You know, sort of the um, what's the word I'm looking for? The arbitrary nature of just a lot of systems that we had in place were were just sort of exposed for being, just sort of arbitrary. Just like I said, uh, they and, and and telemedicine is definitely one of those things where it's. The technology is there. Most people have it. Why aren't we using it right now? And uh, I, I guess silver lining at the very least, at least we have something that we can work with now that the the, the veil has sort of been pulled back. We see that it's useful. I mean, everybody can use it. A lot of people prefer it.
1: Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of upside to it. And then it's also interesting, you know, there was this whole thing with the Division of Workers' Comp in California, and, you know, they they didn't want to allow QMEs to do video visits, and why it was always unclear, and there really wasn't any evidence why, you know, the the DWC was against this at all. There was never any real reason for it. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then, you know, again, along, along comes a crisis like this, and, you know, suddenly, They're changing their mind and oh, it's great and it's fine now or we're going to allow it and it's like well, you know, really, really, why wasn't this done much, much earlier? Because, you, you know, I won't go into all the details and logistics, but again, it just makes no sense to have you know people drive for many of these exams. Now there are certain parts of an exam that need to be done and and albeit like if you're having an eye exam, you know, you really have to be in the office with all the hardware and the refractive you know stuff that goes along with that and the dilating and that's that I get, but you know, a general orthopedic exam, or you know, a shoulder exam, or a QME on a back. You know, you, there are a lot of things that can be done on a telemedicine video visit that that's identical if not similar to you know being there with a provider specifically for a follow up where an exam's already been established et cetera. so so i think we're going to see a lot more come out of this i'll be i will be surprised if the division of workers comp reverses the pricing after the 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 coronavirus is declared as you know over um, whatever oh, that means or whenever that means yeah. um but, you know, it's, it's just like you guys cannot shut down an entire system for months at a time. On, on And this is my opinion, again, for reasons that are, you know, com- completely arbitrary and yeah. really don't have much to do with the quality of the medical exam or the opinion. It it's, was just in place, apparently, f- from my opinion, because someone somewhere just didn't want to do it or go to the work to allow it to happen. And now, obviously, um, they've done it
0: yeah yeah absolutely absolutely and and like i said too not just telemedicine it's so many things so many things are going to um it's just going to be darn near impossible to bring it back to the point where it was before you know the the quote unquote normal that 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 we kind of are are pining for at this time um as if the as if there was a a normal that wasn't sort of an ever developing uh changing system that we we're living in before but you know but but now again again we have the opportunity to look at things a little differently john um have you seen any patients via telemedicine regarding covid-19
1: um i i have seen a, a couple um mm-hmm. and the main portion of the visit was not covid-19 but it was some concern about their their condition in the context of covid-19 like i have a yes. couple of asthma patients um you know with industrial asthma um, and you know they had concerns about COVID nineteen. Um, you know, there's a lot of information and misinformation uh, out there that you know patients are very concerned about trying to make sense of. Yes, um, I did have I did have one um, of a construction worker who was concerned because there was someone on the job site um, who who did test positive for COVID nineteen, and mm-hmm. you know they were trying to determine you know what was my level of risk. And in fact, um, Ratefast will be coming out shortly with a COVID nineteen risk calculator, and we'll. Um, talk about that and, and get a little bit more information out to the public on that calculator, which essentially takes CDC guidelines um, that were published in March for uh, healthcare professionals and, and gives a nice, clean little tool on how to determine, you know, what risk um, actually occurred and and you know how to how to respond and go forward with with the conditions of the exposure. So, in general, um, yes, uh, you know, there's. I'm getting more and more uh, concerns about COVID-19. Workers' compensation and the legislation is going to have to determine, you know, first responders, are they just going to say, look, administratively, any first responder that gets COVID-19 is industrially related. Um, I I think it's probably going to go that way. Um, There are some other conditions for first responders that are you know, assumed conditions with causation that are just not questioned once, once they're, you know, diagnosed. And, uh, and and I think we're going to see a lot more to come for a long time to come.
0: Yeah. Um, Anecdotally, I actually know somebody who was uh, diagnosed with COVID-19 via telemedicine. um, And, and it's somebody who was in the category of, uh, you know, the younger, they're healthy and everything. So they're at the least risk of you know it being a fatal case or something, and so you know the the doctor just advised them you know stay home, take care of yourself, get a lot of rest, drink a lot of water you know do do the things that you need to do and wait two weeks for this, and then you can go back to work and right. uh, and now you know things are supposedly back to normal, and uh the the individual who is diagnosed feels better and uh is is back to work and everything so you know if if against all of the these horror stories that you're hearing about it and everything, you know, it is something that goes away if you yeah. are in the conditions for it. But that also doesn't mean that you should just treat it haphazardly, of course. But
1: <laughs> Of course not. No. Yeah. yeah so.
0: All right. It's well, good. keep an eye out for the rate fast COVID-19 calculator. We will be uh, uh, pu- uh, pushing that quite a bit. Uh, so if you are used to our normal channels of our blog or our social media, then uh, you'll be able to find it. And it is a free calculator uh, that uh, just requires a, an email address to acquire the password to get into the calculator. So yeah, keep your eyes out for that. And uh, we will be talking to you soon. Thank you very much, John.
1: Great, Corey. Take care. See you next time. Please give the RateFast CDC COVID-19 Risk Assessment
0: Calculator a try by visiting covidriskcalculator.net. Again, that's covidriskcalculator.net, one word. And to learn more about telemedicine during the coronavirus pandemic, visit our blog at blog.rate-fast.com and give RateFast a try at rate-fast.com.